feeling blue what do you do we got stories to see you through that time of the month that time of the month need a fix come get your kicks we got tales by kooky chicks that time of the month that time of the While dining alone at a Thai restaurant during my first trimester of pregnancy, I became very self-conscious and acutely aware of the amount of food sitting in front of me. When my soft-spoken Thai waitress brought over my final item, having to make a second trip, I decided to let her in on my secret. Pointing at the egg rolls, large bowl of curry, veggie dish, and side of rice sitting before me, I mumbled, I am extra hungry these days because I have a baby growing in my belly. I rubbed my stomach to ensure nothing was lost in translation. She looked at me, at my mound of food, then down at the finger where my wedding, where my wedding rings usually were. I forgot to wear them, wear them. She moved in close, she put her hand gently on my back, and very worried asked, and is this a happy thing? I had come directly from the gym, so between the absence of a wedding band and my hair tied back with no makeup, I imagine I look like a teen in trouble. Okay, maybe not a teen, but at least a 20-something unwed mother-to-be. Now I had a Thai woman worried she may need to intervene in a teen pregnancy, all because I, I'd wanted to give a good excuse for eating like a pig. After she left, I gorged myself on curry and compared her awkward concern with the nearly inappropriate congratulations I received from my eavesdropping waiter at the California Pizza Kitchen in Green Hills. I'd met a girlfriend at CPK for lunch, and apparently I was a bit... Do you guys not call it CPK? I'm from California, but that's, you know, slang. Okay. I'd met a girlfriend at CPK for lunch, and apparently I was a bit overexcited as I told her about my budding pregnancy. The next thing I know, a friendly waiter, friendly young male waiter, popped out and presented me with a free ice cream dessert complete with a candle. Congratulations on your pregnancy, he exclaimed. I sat there speechless and confused. I couldn't figure out how he knew since I was barely showing. My blank expression seemed to make him very, very nervous. <laughs> Stumbling over his words, he mumbled, I, I thought I overheard your, you telling your girlfriend that you're pregnant, no? <laughs> oh, I finally replied. It started to sink in that he must have been snooping in on our conversation. Yes, yes, I am. Well, thanks, I'll take it, pulling the dessert close to me. <clears throat> Our waiter still didn't seem relieved, though, and walked away looking sheepish. I realize now that I should have added, Oh, don't worry. It's a happy thing. <laughs> that was the first time I got free food during pregnancy, but it wasn't the last. <clears throat> While in the middle of a Pier 1 shopping outing, I realized my blood sugar level was taking a nosedive. There was a Greek restaurant nearby, so I popped in and grabbed a menu. Starting to get the blood sugar sweats, my patience for reading about various combinations of euros and kebabs was compromised. 
A Greek man in his 40s approached the counter to take my order. I lethargically let my menu slip to the counter. I looked my new Greek friend square in the eye and broke it down to him. Look, I'm pregnant and I'm hungry. Do you have any snacks? <laughs> he was taken aback for a moment, but then seemed to have a brilliant idea. My Greek friend beamed and said, stay right here, I have just the thing. He ran over to an adjoining bakery display case, loaded up a white bag with several scrumptious looking carbohydrates and quickly returned to me. Garlic bread knots, he said, handing me the bag. Oh, fantastic, I replied. Anything would do at this point. How much do I owe you? No, 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 just take them, he said. <laughs> I was very grateful for his generous gift, even if it was a bag of bad breath. <laughs> After devouring four large, extra greasy, extra garlicky hunks of bread, I'd have to chalk that experience up as both a happy and not so happy thing. Overall, food has been a very pleasurable experience in pregnancy. There's no better feeling than knowing that every friend, family member, and stranger alike is rooting you on to eat whatever you want. <laughs> Go for it, they cheer in unison. You're eating for two now. In reality, doctors do not recommend that you eat enough for two, even if sometimes you feel like it. Doctors will tell you that you only need 300 to 500 extra calories per day in pregnancy the equivalent of a few glasses of low-fat milk or a handful of sunflower seeds. Not three donuts per day at the donut den. <laughs> Fortunately, friends and family aren't aware of this little nugget of information. Either that or they reject the very notion, as do I. Unfortunately, folks aren't as naive about caffeine intake. In fact, they seem equally as misinformed, just in the opposite direction. Coffee has unfairly been lumped into the bad mom category, along with alcohol, cigarettes, and letting your kids listen to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> However, when it comes to the great coffee debate, most medical professionals seem to think that a cup a day isn't going to damage a baby too, too badly. <laughs> After checking several semi-reputable online resources, I decided I could live with myself if I ingested one regular cup of coffee per week or two cups of pussy decaf. <laughs> My first stint with decaf went about as smoothly as decaf tastes. I should have started somewhere less prestigious, like Waffle House, but instead I ordered a decaf latte at one of Nashville's most acclaimed coffee houses, where they even roast their own beans. Standing at the counter, I went from feeling proud and righteous in my decision to shield my child from unnecessary amounts of caffeine to apologizing to my too-cool-for-school hipster barista. I said, I'm sorry I'm ordering a decaf. I'm not a pussy or anything. I'm just pregnant. I once again pointed to my belly, which at 12 weeks looked like nothing more than a little gas. Feeling obliged, he congratulated me and moved over to make my pathetic latte. <laughs> my first real coffee at 16 weeks didn't go much better. I thought I was smart by selecting Starbucks. I figured I'd be more relaxed without the added pressure of putting an indie coffee house's reputation on the line. 
But it turned out my local Starbucks employed Miss Super Brista Girl out to save the world by caffeine blocking one pregnant woman at a time. <clears throat> when I ordered a regular caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino, the barista looked down at my now budding belly and suggested I have my drink made without any coffee at all. Not even pussy decaf. I thought of explaining to her that this was the one caffeinated beverage I was allowing myself all week, but I doubted she'd believe me. Instead, I looked around to see if she had an employee of the month plaque on the wall with an OBGYN certification. <laughs> Waiting for my drink, I wondered what name my barista and any other judgmental onlookers at Starbucks thought should be written on my coffee cup and shouted aloud. Irresponsible prego? Worst new mother of the year? Or, my child is on the HD, ADHD honor roll? I was never so happy to hear Starbucks mispronounce Melanie. Melanie? <laughs> <laughs> right. Maloney, Melinda. Okay. Walking out, frappuccino in hand, I suddenly felt compelled to tell every passerby that there wasn't a single drop of coffee in my coffee drink. Although I enjoyed my refreshing glass of sugar. <laughs> That experience was not a happy thing. The next thing I ordered, oh, the next time I ordered my sacred weekly coffee, I would not roll over and take it. I would stand up for my right to one weekly caffeinated beverage. However, since that trip, I've found myself unconsciously selecting my least pregnant looking tops and covering my belly with my laptop whenever I want to splurge for coffee. The subject of laptops leads into my most notorious unsolicited advice I've received during pregnancy. Suggesting I hold the caffeine was nothing compared to the pregnancy public service announcement I received by an older gentleman at a different coffee shop. There I was, sitting on the couch, minding my own business, drinking bottled water, confident I'd be free from scrutiny. I had my laptop on my lap and was responding to emails when I found I'd been blessed with some unwelcome chit-chat. The gray-haired stranger sat down next to me on the couch and launched into his tirade. You know what they say about men keeping their laptops in their laps, don't you? Pointing towards his groin and raising his eyebrows. I nodded that I was aware. Well, he continued, if it's dangerous for them, it's probably not healthy for a developing fetus either. I thought to myself, he could have a point. You know, I, I mean, there's no, no uncertain what adverse effects electronics might have. But what I really wanted to say to this very concerned citizen is that as I understood it, the reason men aren't supposed to place laptops on them is because it can reduce, it can reduce sperm count and negatively impact fertility, which is obviously not my problem. This is where I would have pointed yet again to my belly, but I didn't say that. Instead, I sat there speechless and left my laptop on my lap, I know, making a dangerous point that I was no longer accepting unsolicited advice. 
about 15 minutes, uh, about after 15 minutes, pregnancy PSA man seemed rather frustrated that I was willing to risk my unborn child's life just to clean out my Gmail inbox. <laughs> he finally stood up and marched outside. As soon as he was out of sight, I quickly moved my laptop up to a tabletop and apologized to my baby for any additional anxiety or ADHD I had caused. <laughs> the end. Spread the word, they're funny, smart, and so absurd. Happens every month, it's the neatest storytelling.